1: Okay, hello everyone and welcome to the show. So today we have with us Eva Ryder, a female pleasure and intimacy coach who supports women to reclaim their power through pleasure and supports you with coaching and retreats. So the more pleasure, the more joy, the more magic, the more money, the more abundance. Isn't that what it's all about? I love that. (laughs) Eva, welcome to the show.
2: Thank you, thank you. I'm very excited to be here as a guest. (laughs)
1: It's a pleasure to have you here. So can you just expand a little bit more on where are you today with your business and who is it that you love to work with?
2: Yes, yes, yes. So um, I love supporting women um, to reclaim their uh, pleasure and to reclaim their power. Uh, I mainly work with women who are either like spiritual or spiritual healers or entrepreneurs. I kind of tend to attract them very Mm. much. So they're also in the same field and they're like, okay, like more, like they kind of overcame this healing state. They are like, okay, I'm done with healing. I want mm-hmm. to activate more of these energies. And then that's normally when pleasure comes in, once the suffering of the healing is done. <laughs> um, so these are the women I tend to attract most and it's super fun. And yeah, so where I'm at, I started a couple of years ago with that. And now I run like international retreat. I have a set of, different products like digital products uh, online coaching group programs so it expanded it started really with workshops it started very easily with female circles that's how it started and now it's like i'm like wow so amazing to see how it uh, turned out yeah
1: oh that's fascinating so talk about your 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 ideal clients that come through to you you said they've they've been on their sort of healing journey and it's like cool i've done the healing i know all the stuff I need to yeah, I said activate it. I need to do the next thing. We find that time and time again with, with our clients that I've been on this journey. I know all the things, but I don't know what to do with it. How do I apply this to my business, to my relationship? How do I, how do I actually execute? I think that's a big word there. So with, with your clients, how is it that how do you guide them through this so they are able to put it into practice, activate what they need, take them to that next level?
2: Yeah, I think the word in my case is embodiment, and I think this is for what for most of these ladies is kind of missing, especially when the spiritual realm, because everything is kind of in the higher chakras is out there, but still this connection with the body and especially with the sexuality, with the womb space is, uh, let's say, less developed or like a new area and Uh, Mm -hmm. Normally also these women are quite accomplished in their life, like whether in their private business or like in their business or even in their, um, you know, in the corporate career uh but what they really struggle with to embody is more the feminine flow um they kind of would describe themselves as okay I'm living in my masculine a lot like later in the coaching it's not really like that they are so much in the masculine but uh still you know that's how they describe it and then you know like really they want to be more you know they want to be feeling fully alive and you know like loving life here here on earth not only in Mm -hmm. meditations and um also, we their sexuality because normally all these women have done a lot of healing, but they avoided the topic of intimacy and sexuality. So it normally comes up with two kind of most desires. Uh, either there are, you know, uh, self-employed or like certain point in their financial journey where they want more money. So then the intimacy uh, topics come up. Mm. Or they want their soulmate or deepen the relationship with their partner. So it's very interesting because normally in these kind of fields is coming up and it's like, oh, I feel there is uh, something to un- uh, uncover. Um yeah. And for the retreats, really, because I mean, I do like international retreats, it's also about the experience because I go to Egypt, for example, or Kenya. So it's also this sense of adventure, like, okay, how can I make personal development, spiritual development really fun, not only in, you know, uh, in the yoga room, but really, you know, and also going to Egypt, for example, it awakens so much um, yeah, soul knowledge and the essence. So yeah, it's a lot of fun Beautiful. and a lot of adventure. <laughs>
1: Nice. One thing you said in all that from your clients is the, huh, it's the avoidance. Now that's (laughs) step one in the forget Yourself system. Avoidance is what we tend to do, whether it's conscious or subconscious. So with this avoiding, your clients are sometimes super successful, maybe within business. So you have this one area, one aspect of their life, which is absolutely flying, going so well. However, another aspect, relationship, health, maybe even finances whatever other aspect there is is lacking and Mm -hmm. it's how do you help maybe overcome the the guilt and the frustration that look i'm amazing over here but i'm struggling over here so there's a there's a misalignment with with self how do you guide someone through that
2: yeah, um, I think what I forgot to mention a very important aspect. They have the success in that area mainly through pushing, maybe through like, you know, pressure, performance. So most of the time, when it's like a huge business success, the mm. the pattern or the way how they got there is really around you know performing a lot, working loud. Uh, so and obviously when they try to amplify that to their personal situation, for example, like the love relationship, it's very difficult for them for all of a sudden to say let's surrender, right? Because for them it's like, what do you mean surrender? I lie on the sofa Hope. or something.
1: The hustle, <laughs> the push, the grind doesn't quite work when you're dating and relationships, right? It's a different kind of energy. Well, it might work. I mean, some things work for other people, but this is a different kind of beast. So you know, what you huh, what got you to where you are? What got you the success within your business? If it's push, hustle, grind, get it through, which is fantastic to a degree. What of that that we've normalized or glorified Mm-hmm. Or fear of, well, this got be a success, therefore I can't let go of it. How much of that is actually holding you back? I Maybe mean, we can talk about this from a crumbs from a business perspective. I mean, this is a business and personal podcast, but that concept, let's let's dive into that. What do you find? Do you find this with do you unlock parts of their business as well? Do you unlock do, do you unlock all aspects of their life if they realize that this mentality, this push, this grind? got them success but to get to that next level they have to leave that at the door they have to say goodbye to what kept them safe and move on because it's holding them back do they come to that sort of realization and if so what what is it like
2: yeah so normally yes i mean i obviously package it a little bit different it starts with juiciness and pleasure and i kind of start introducing them to pleasure practices i also work with the subconscious mind so normally it's easy to start with the trance healings and the subconscious methods, to start with the blockages and activate and change the energy. And then obviously slowly um, educating them and reconnecting them also with their body. Because you know, when we kind of like when we are constantly in the survival and adrenal state and the bodies are so used to stress, we also are not deeply connected with our bodies, because if we were, we would not be working like that, right? We would not be living Mm. like that. So it's also like, you know, getting them back into the body and kind of educating them and helping them to see how their body actually feels when they are relaxed, right? And when things, when they are actually starting to be softer, um, how things are actually easier and still get done, Mm. you know, like, so, but it is really like a... (laughs) If you don't mind,
1: let's pause (laughs) there. What you just said there, when you're relaxed, when you're more playful... Things feel softer. They feel lighter. Things become easier. It takes less time. You see more success. This is not coincidence, right? Mm
2: No, no, it's basically It's law of attraction.
1: (laughs) And yet, time and time again, especially as entrepreneurs, we find it so hard. We can get derailed by results, other people, um, technology, desires, expectations. These things can, can knock us down so can you can you speak to that for a minute so it, as someone who's gone through massive transformations who knows the value of play and pleasure yet as a business owner it, and as a human being you can't stay in that state the whole time so what what's how, what's this journey been like for you as you've yeah made that step into your own business and then realized hold on this is different from my sort of corporate world this is a different this is a different world what was that like for you?
2: Yeah, so, um, I mean, as probably everybody, I learned it the hard way. Um, and I mean, when I worked in corporate, um, I think I heard the first time that I'm running towards a burnout when I was 30 only, right? So I was very young and I remember that moment very well. And I mean, I was not even like, like the it, he said like you're close to it. So it, it was not like full on, but I remember that moment very well. And I went home and I was crying and I was like, I'm too young for it, but you know, even don't get me wrong. I think it's, if if you're 30, if you're 50, if you're 60, you're too young for it always, you know, like life is too precious for that anyways. And that made me realize a lot. And I remember when I quit my corporate career, I read this book, like 10 top 10 regrets of people dying. And that also changed so much for me because I like, it's true. Like nobody, like the way we stress about things like, Oh, this email, blah, blah, blah. You know, I would get so caught up. I'm like, it doesn't matter it will not matter tomorrow it will not matter in a week right it will not for sure not matter in 20 years so that was like a really eye-opener and then it was interesting with my uh, you know transitioning as an entrepreneur so first i went traveling so i had my big break and um i experienced freedom and you know like i took time also to re-educate myself in that area that i wanted to re-educate but then really, when things started going more into business, I actually realized that sneaky habits that I had before were coming back, right? So even though yeah. I was coaching femininity, even though I was coaching pleasure, I realized I was not living in alignment. And I believe also that was exactly the reason why I wasn't successful at the time, <laughs> uh, because I was not in alignment with what I was coaching, right? I knew the theory, but it was not embodied yet. Mm. Um but, you know, it, is, it was so easy for me to follow the experts. It was so easy to disregard, again, what my intuition was saying. It was so easy to be like, yeah, but somebody said I need to write five emails a week, right? Like, it was so easy to fall into that trap. And, of course, like, when, when we start something new, it's normal that we kind of look for advice. And the more we do something, we kind of, you know, get more confident and we, you know, say, like, okay, bullshit doesn't work for me, so I'm not doing this. Uh, so, <laughs> obviously. Right.
1: And... In- in that environment where you were. So, you know, everyone says you, you need to do this. you need to do that. Now everything works. All these strategies work. It's finding, as you said, what's in alignment with yourself. So here's, here's a question because, oh my gosh, with, with the fears, with the doubts, with the overwhelms that, that we all have, it is super, super easy to convince ourselves, oh, sending five emails a week is, is out of alignment for me where it's like, no, you're just scared. You don't know what to write. How do you, how do you find the truth for yourself between this is fundamentally out of alignment with my values and what I want to do, and I'm just scared and uncomfortable. And what? Where are the similarities? That's an interesting question.
2: Yeah. Um, so I mean, two things, right? I mean, one is obviously having my own practice when you know, like now, when I feel like I'm getting to, like, I mean, now it doesn't happen that. In that intensity like before but even now when there are still things i take the time for me like i'm less reactive right i'm like okay something is i don't like it so i'm taking my time to really feel into it while in the past i would have reacted instantly right so i'm less reactive and i'm like okay like i'm i'm going into meditation or something obviously support network right like having my own coach having my own healers obviously i'm a healer so i also work with a lot of healers for myself to kind of get also the higher perspective and seeing um, yeah you know the higher truth as well because as you said like we can be scared and be like okay i don't want to write five emails and the truth for me is like okay two are enough for you right uh, but don't re- disregard emails totally for example right yeah. um so i feel these are two important components for me like my own practice and my own kind of you know connection with myself And obviously also having the support network, right? I believe when we want to grow, when we want to uh, develop and, you know, to expand, it's also really important to have, like, I think everybody who's, like, really successful has that success team, right, uh, behind them. So I think this is also very important.
1: I love that. The success team. And that looks (laughs) differently for an awful lot of people. So the holding space for those success team, sometimes we, we call it your boardroom. The principle don't forget stuff is here is your boardroom, and it doesn't have to be real people. It doesn't have to be people that you pay to be coaches. You could have in your boardroom crumbs. Let's let's think back. One of the members in my boardroom was was a figure from from a TV show that I loved at the time. What would they say? How would they guide me if I aspire to be coached, guided towards what 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 they would think? And holding all these these people and m- mythical people it, it, it's it's kind of interesting to build your as you called it your success team as we call it your boardroom so
2: mm-hmm.
1: um I think that's an interesting concept to yeah to I, just...
2: I think for me it's also like with that I kind of did it in the beginning with you know um with like other figures
0: yeah.
2: now I'm working differently I'm really saying okay that version of me that has already achieved that how would she react? Now, I'm like, I'm really identifying more with that. I'm not making, I mean, I'm with a success team, I also mean something like, you know, like even Pilates or something. I was reading once, I think uh, somewhere it was written that uh, Beyonce had on her tour, like an entourage of 500 people. And I'm like, of course, of course you have that, right? If you're yeah. it successful, you need all, well, you don't need, but you know, like it's, of course, why not be supported like that? So. Oh,
1: And now, mm, now you're talking about a abundance we're talking about releasing surrendering and bringing that sort of abundance into what you what you do want what you do need what is gonna is it gonna help or hinder you if we walk around with 500 people right now it might hinder us they might be like hold on but for someone at that scale there's a different world so find out what is your success team what your boardroom is and i think you just you just hinted on identity you just mm-hmm, spoke yeah. about how we could talk about yeah. What crumbs? What would our past <laughs> self think of our situation right now? What would our if we enter a, a challenge or, or what's tough? We can talk about what's. What would our future self think? What would the? What about the personality that that we bring on? Do you? Huh. Here's a question. Do you have a personality? Do you have someone that you can almost put on? Not fake it till you make it, not that kind of concept, but here is your personality when you come on to being the inspirational figure or when you head a retreat, do you put on this personality and how does that guide you?
2: That's super funny. I love that you mentioned that you asked that. So, for example, now my next upcoming retreat will be in Egypt. And I call it the Cleopatra retreat, right? So obviously, all the energy of Cleopatra went into the retreat itself. And then yeah. when there were like in behind the scenes some problems, I was like, would Cleopatra be acting like that? How would she handle this? This is where I started actually to play also with the energy of, you know, like an avatar. And I was like, okay, Cleopatra, yep. like, show me. Um that was like super helpful because obviously she would be like, no, I'm not bothered with this. Or yeah, this we really have to look in. And something that I do more on a daily basis now, because this is kind of the area where I kind of see myself growing into. I live here in southern Spain and it's quite a wealthy area and I'm manifesting like my own boat. So I'm like, Mm -hmm. okay, what is like the rich version, this wealthy woman that really like this level of abundance that I want to have? Um, And I have my ritual, I go to the harbor, I live right next to the harbor and I check out these boats and I'm like, this one is nice, this one is like some kind of like uh, energetically shopping for my yacht, uh, (laughs) which is already fun. Um, And yeah, you know, like this. But, you know, not, not only wealthy, but I would be like, for example, now, I, I mean, obviously, uh, as the pleasure coach. So I'm like, OK, that wealthy, well fucked version of me that has like her soulmate that is like, you know, mm. traveling the world and lives in abundance and has this fun community, you know, like, like, how would she react to this now or something, you know, or what would she be wearing? Would she say yes to this? Would she say no to that? So this is fun, right? Because I'm kind of yeah. stepping more and more into that identity. And it's not anymore something like, and this is how quantum leaping works in real, reality, right? It's not like we kind of always think it's one big jump and all of a sudden you are there, but you kind of go into that step-by-step step and then all of a sudden it's there and you're like, oh, I'm already living this yeah. one.
1: As we go through this shift, this identity shift, I say, it's not just like instance. There can be like a bridge of incidents. There can be different opportunities that come along that are there, to be like, hey, do you, you say, do you want to this? Do you want to come this way? There are some beautiful nods and wings from from the universe as we kind of go through this. So, as as you expand, as you get towards this next level, and the knowledge that you have, where do you see is what's is your next level challenge? What is it you're like? Okay, I've got to this point, and now this is this is unknown. This is scary. This is the next iteration for you. What what, what does that look like from you personally as the business owner?
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so um, on one part, I kind of extended more um, retreats into the product portfolio because I was doing a lot of online products. Mm. And I mean, I did retreat, but I did like one a year. So now I'm doing more and more international and actually also more uh, high end. So it's also this like, okay, how do I expand into this more affluent market and this luxury experience market, right? Uh, Where do I attract these people? Like obviously the marketing for them is maybe probably very different than for my uh, 100 euro online course, right? Um, Or like, you know, I mean, I'm no like in private coaching and group programs. I also have them also like medium or high level, but still, you know, like um, it's traveling. It's also a very different experience. So this is something... Then, on the other side, like personally, like letting go of more things. Like when I said like about Beyonce, obviously, I'm not seeing a big team of 500 yet.
0: Um, yeah.
2: But as you know, right now, I'm still doing a lot of things. I'm doing still a lot of things hands on. Um, I'm involved in way too many details. I'm not that detail orientated actually. So I forget
0: yeah.
2: things easily, or people need to wait. Like they need to follow up three times because I forgot that email which I think is really not necessary. So it's really about expanding now the team and having like, I mean, obviously they're freelancers now, but I really would like Mm -hmm. to have my core uh success team and physical success team <laughs> set up yeah. um yeah so i think it's like the expansion into the more affluent market with these experiences and then obviously um expanding the team as well and yeah getting like growing myself into the task that i love uh, like yeah. i still love coaching for example like some coaches say i don't like coaching but i totally love it so i uh, you know like where it's my zone of genius and really going more into that and letting everything else. When I say go, I don't mean not doing it, but delegating it and also reviewing maybe things that are not necessary. But um yes. can I delegate? Yeah.
1: As we said, we'll start this the podcast episode. It's those things that got you to that level. They're actually hindering you at this point. So as you go through this iteration, this next level identity, it's what do I need to let go of? And sometimes it's hard. it sounds like you need an SOP for growth, an SOP for, okay, the business, the team, how to let go, What, how you manage yourself through this. It's kind of beautiful. I love this next level for you. So, hey, Eva, thank you so, so, so much for for being here, for playing along and and sharing everything that your business does. <laughs>
2: thank you so much, Rosa. Such a pleasure.
1: <laughs> oh, you're so, so welcome. And hey, if people want to find out more about you and the amazing work that you do, where can they find you?
2: So, the best is either Instagram on Pleasure Queen Eva or my website, which is uh, evarider.com.
1: Yeah. Awesome. Everyone, please go and check that out. It's fantastic. And Eva, thank you for, again, being here and having so much fun. It's been super.
2: Thank you so much. It's such a pleasure.
1: (laughs) Oh, you're welcome.